as a young adult, I ended up, um, it's kind of funny, I ended up coming back around to that and having the passion to create content that I didn't have when I was a teenager and to think about, um, you know, I have nieces and nephews and like, what kind of stories are they going to want to read and what kind of things um, would I wish that I could read when I was a teenager? And one of my favorite quotes is, if you don't see the book on the shelf that you want to read, then write it. Fact or fiction, truth or fairy tale, we all have a story to tell. Welcome to the Storyteller Station, dedicated to sharing stories for all who love to hear them and talking about the craft of creating stories for those who love to write them. I'm Sarah Fenland Falk, author of two nonfiction works and the upcoming Sage Cheval series. Welcome back to Storyteller Station. I'm so glad you're here, and I hope that whenever and wherever you're listening to this, that it is a beautiful day in your neighborhood. It is a drippy and dark and muggy day here in Illinois as I record this, but we have seen some sunshine that this weekend, so that has been lovely. I just wanted to share with you a little bit of an announcement, which is actually an after the fact. So it's like, um, uh, duh, Sarah. But anyway, (laughs) um, I did not release a podcast or a blog post on Friday. I will actually be using Fridays as my production day and will be releasing podcasts and blogs on Mondays from here on out. And we'll see how that works. Um, So yeah, look for your next podcast episode next Monday. And I'll be sharing with you today the very first um, interview that I did. And you will notice that I am working out some kinks with the audio. So as I was talking with my interviewee, it sounds like at times we're talking over one another, but because of the delay in the phone, we actually didn't, it didn't come across that way as we were talking. So Uh, Just bear with me as I'm working out the kinks and, you know, refining this interviewing process. But I'm really pleased to be able to share with you the wonderful chat that I had with actually one of the persons who was most influential in me becoming a published author, Miss Olivia Jarmish. She is a published author whose online presence and public platform and her ministry to young women goes way back. She herself is a young woman and a creative entrepreneur with loads of experience and really beautiful insight. So I look forward to sharing this conversation with you all today. So without further ado, here it is. Libby Lynn. Hi. Hey there. (laughs) Thanks so much for agreeing to come and share with our listeners on Storyteller Station. Oh, well, thank you for having me. I'm excited. Awesome. So I would like to just start out by giving you the opportunity to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you. 
Yeah. So I think introductions are always interesting because you never quite know what to say about yourself, (laughs) especially in my case. I have I wear a lot of hats and I do a lot of different projects, but basically I'm an author. I have a handful of books published for Christian teen girls. I'm a singer, songwriter, blogger, YouTuber. Um, I help coach other authors who are interested in learning about publishing and growing their platform. So I kind of, kind of have a lot on my plate, (laughs) but that's the gist of everything. Yes, you do. You're a creative entrepreneur. Would you call (laughs) yourself that? I think so. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So would you mind sharing a little bit about your journey into this, well, creative entrepreneurship, my words, not yours, but kind of like (laughs) what brought you to this place as a full-time storyteller through music and books? Yeah. Yeah, So I've really been a storyteller ever since I was little, like for as long as I can remember, I've always had a super active imagination. I was playing with my dolls when I was little and I have these very elaborate storylines. Whenever the neighbors would come over to play, I always filled them in on what had happened and what was going to happen in the next episode, so to speak. <laughs> and so I loved, I loved storytelling when I was little. Um, I started actually writing when I was five, like as soon as I learned how to write, I started writing and played around with little stories that I wrote. Um, But then over the years, when I was a teenager, I had this really bad habit of starting stories, but never finishing Mm -hmm. them. (laughs) And so um, I, I enjoyed the storytelling aspect, but I did not like the practical aspect of writing, spelling, grammar, all that good stuff. Um, I just was not into that. (laughs) years I just had all these ideas but I never really did anything with them okay and it wasn't until actually I had graduated high school and um, I was running an online magazine for Christian girls called crown of beauty and um, I was doing a lot of devotional writing a lot of nonfiction articles and things like that and um, then it wasn't until that point that I was I had connected with a group of girls and these old story ideas started coming back up. And I realized that this was actually a really cool opportunity to start sharing my fiction with people, whereas before I was just sharing um, the nonfiction aspect of things. So that's kind of the short version yeah. of <laughs> how I got into all of this. That's awesome. So it, it sounds like just through putting things out there, you've kind of identified your audience and, and, and identified your, your niche, really. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think, um, you know, my, my focus is teen girls. And um, yeah, I think it was, I don't think I just woke up one day and was like, oh, I'm going to write for teen girls. I think it's definitely been a process of learning who I'm called to serve and um, I don't think it just happened overnight, but my, um, just the years of after what happened, especially after graduating, I think really started to point in this direction that, um, that this using fiction could be a really cool way yeah, to reach awesome. girls as well. So what, what brought you to the point where you were inspired or confident enough maybe to start sharing your stories and the storytelling process with a wider audience? Mm-hmm. Well, I really, I was very nervous.
nervous about, <laughs> about starting to release my fiction. Um, and I think actually what really sparked it, uh, what gave me the courage to, first of all, just to share with people um, was with my cousins. I have younger cousins, and we always have kind of enjoyed sharing story ideas and stuff. And I was talking to them about um, The Coronation, which is the first book that I published, and they were super interested in it. And so I was like, well, I guess I'll read you guys the first couple chapters. And um, it's funny because they're all boys, and The Coronation <laughs> is definitely a girl story. <laughs> and so they were very interested in it, and they're like, oh, this is so cool. You should share it on Crown of Beauty, like your girls would love it. And so I was like, hmm, I wonder if they would. And so it kind of um, gave me the the courage to start like slowly just seeing if people might be interested in it. So I asked if um, I wanted any beta readers. That basically means just people who want to read the story ahead of time. And I got a lot of feedback where these teen girls were super excited and super into the story. And that really is what gave me the courage to realize, okay, I guess I'm going to publish this book after (laughs) all. (laughs) And for anyone listening, I have the coronation right here in my hands. And it is not a little book. I mean, you, you write, I mean, this is 400, let's see, the story itself, 454 pages, and this is a six by nine book, so this isn't like, (laughs) this isn't just a tiny little book, but it, it sounds like, and correct me if I'm wrong, you, you kind of write toward the upper middle grade young adult audience that yeah, yeah, definitely. I feel like the target audience is really like 12 okay. to 19. That's awesome. I think. Yeah. So then what is your mission in telling stories to these girls and to this age group and really anyone who gets involved in your stories? What's your mission? Yeah, so my tagline technically is um, creating pure and lovely reads for Christian girls. And that's based off of the Bible verse that says whatever is true, lovely, noble, excellent, praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Think about these things. And so for me, that came from growing up as a young teen. I would go to the library and I just wasn't finding the kind of content that I wanted to be enjoying. It was either interesting and then had inappropriate things in it that I didn't feel like I was comfortable with reading as a young teen, or the books were just not my style, or I thought were kind of boring. (laughs) And so um, I just had trouble finding the kind of content that I would enjoy as a teen. And so as I got older, well, yeah, I guess for a while, I really kind of gave up reading too. As a teenager, I was just done with it. I was like, this is not interesting. This is I'm always disappointed. And so I kind of got a little frustrated with it. And so when I was older, um, as a young adult, I ended up, um, it's kind of funny, I ended up coming back around to that and having the passion to create content that I didn't have when I was a teenager and to think about, um, you know, I have nieces and nephews and like, what kind of stories are they going to want to read? And what kind of things um, would I wish that I could read when I was a teenager? And one of my favorite quotes is, if you don't see the book on the shelf that you want to read, then write it. And so I really took that quote and I literally did it. (laughs) And so I think that really has been my main purpose um, is just to create that content that is pure and lovely. I love that. (laughs) So then knowing your mission and knowing your audience, what if we can kind of speak to another audience, then you said that you coach 
people who are are aspiring authors or in the process of of creating their work. Yeah. Can you share a little bit about your story making process? What does that look like for you? Are you a plotter? Yeah. Or a, <laughs> or a planter? Yeah, I am definitely a pantser. I um which is interesting because I have done lots of research. I've read all the books, you know, about plotting and I've read um, you know, the, the popular how to um, create a novel using the sure. snowflake method. And like, I've studied all these different methods and the three act structure and all that good stuff. And it just, I've, I've experimented with it. I've written some things, but at the end of the day, I always come back yeah. to pantsing <laughs> because I think it just, it's where my imagination can be the most free. And also I'm very character driven. Like I feel like my stories are not focused so much on the plot as they are the characters shape the plot. And so for me, that works really well because I know my characters really well and they really control where the story is going. Oftentimes that I was not even planning for it to go in that direction and they kind of take control of the story. So that's what I love to do um, is really just um, letting the stories, uh, the characters take control of the story. It really does, because if you know your characters well, then you know what they would say or do in any given situation. So if you've got a general outline of the situations, then you can kind of just write into that. And I love that, too. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I do I do some outlining, like sometimes when I say pantsing, some people are like, oh, you have no idea where your story is going. I generally have a basic idea or I know the ending for the most part. But um, I don't do like scene cards or plot out sure. scene by scene necessarily. I like to leave it a little bit sure. more loose and fluid. Yeah, that makes sense. And I mean, I look at your book and I think, oh my gosh, I would need, I think to write something um, that volume, I would need a roadmap or something because I, I write for um, upper middle grade, but I, my books are more like um, 35,000 words. I mean, how do you know how many words mm-hmm. the coordination is? Um, people ask me this all the time. I it always is forget. Really it's just number. a really big number. That's all I know. <laughs> yeah, and I, you know, I I do start with a, an outline as well, but I kind of call myself a puzzler because I have the outline, but then part of that mm-hmm. character-driven plot really is, you know, sometimes there are surprises, so you're switching things around and. You think you right. know what's going to happen, but then you've got to, it's like putting a puzzle together. Just where's everything going to fit? So that's, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. I love, I love mm-hmm. character driven, <laughs> character driven novels. I think that's, that's fair. Yeah, they are. They're really fun. Yeah. They're so fun. So where, <laughs> where do you get your inspiration from? Yeah. So I think there's kind of like, I would answer that in two ways. Like, first of all, being where I get got the inspiration for the tales of Tarsarella, and then also just like general life inspiration. But I think the first part would be, um, I've, I've had these characters for a very long time, like the stories that I'm writing right now, are story ideas that I had when I was little, these are the stories that I wanted to write when I was little, but I couldn't because I hated writing. (laughs) And so, um, so I think that the, a lot of these ideas, people are like, how did you come up with this? Or how did you plot that? And they've just always sort of been inside of me. And so it's just been a matter of sitting down and writing it. Um, but with just like, 
inspiration in life. This is going to sound really cliche, but it's so, so true. I mean, it's just the Lord. It's just my relationship with God. And this is how he made me. And I know that he's called me to be a creative and just by the way that he's crafted Mm -hmm. my mind is so interesting and different. (laughs) And that I know that it's like, um, I'm the same person I was when I was little, like I'm still that little girl running around playing. Um, and it's like, that's really who God has made me to be. So it's really, I say this all the time, but it's like, it's all his fault. Like, you know, all these millions of ideas come from him. And, um, I just know that he's the source, you know, spending time with him every day and, um, even just praying about, um, praying about my stories. Like I remember when I first had the idea for the tales of Tarsarella, I knew I wanted there to be this, um, this fictitious nation, but I did not know what to call it. I knew it was going to be in Europe but I had no idea what to name it. And so I was just praying. And all of a sudden, um, when I was praying, I felt like this name just popped into my head and it was Tarsarella. And so I really feel like that's a picture of being able to collaborate with God and like work with him together on a project. So a couple of things about what you just said, I think that's very important for our listeners to just kind of pull out of there one of the things you said was um, you, you're spending time, quiet time every day, you know, praying and listening to God. And I just, um, in one of the most recent podcast episodes was talking about finding a quiet space because our world is so loud and so busy. And if we don't build into our mm-hmm. day, that quiet time to listen to God or to you know, allow our creative inner creative to kind of speak, then we're not going to get that message. We have to open up that space. And another point to that is, Mm -hmm. you know, it's beautiful that you recognize that God has given you these stories and creativity, but intention without action is nothing. And so just, you know, good for you for taking those stories and being a good steward of what you've been given and sharing with purpose you're sharing with purpose so that's that's really beautiful keep going (laughs) yeah and I think (laughs) thanks I think and even for just like you know um other authors writers who might be in um listening like just if you're like in the middle of your book you know, or you're working on a project and you like, I would just encourage you to finish it. Like, it's just because the coronation was the first book that I published, but it was also the first book that I ever finished. And so before that point, I had not finished any of my other stories. And so once you finish, it's just, you get that encouragement and you realize that you can write more and then it's not as hard and as scary as you thought it was. You, you, you get better through doing, you really do. Right. That's awesome. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. So what, what, if anything, would you like to share about your work in progress? Yeah. So I don't typically share a lot about what I'm working on. Um, I kind of try to keep it a little bit of a secret. Um, lately, I've been posting a little bit more like on Instagram and doing some teasers because I enjoy following people who do that as well. So um, I'm getting ready to release the third book in my series. And um, so I'm not going to give any spoilers for that. But beyond that, (laughs) I've been teasing a little bit of a story um, that's called Lost Inheritance. And it is about a girl who um, 
She lives in the U.S. and she she is a very practical, down to earth sort of girl. She doesn't believe in fairy tales. She's not into the girly, sparkly stuff like I am. She's pretty <laughs> much the total opposite of me. <laughs> and mm-hmm. finding out by some crazy circumstances, she ends up finding out that she is the great, great, great granddaughter of Cinderella which mm-hmm. might sound really fun, but for her, that's just crazy because she didn't even believe in fairy tales. And um, it's just a kind of a crazy ride for her. So I've been having fun with that story. And that'll probably be, I don't know when that's going to be released or whatever, but that's kind of been the, the latest project. That's <laughs> awesome. And let me tell you your teasers work because I saw that on your website and I was like, okay, I want to read it. Like I'm in, <laughs> when is this coming? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you you got me hooked, so I'm ready for it. Yeah, <laughs> and you're releasing the third book in your Tales of Tarsarella series. Yes. Year, you said. And yes. when is that yep. due to come out, or do you have a release date um, yet? I don't have a re- I don't have a release date yet. We're getting closer. We've been actually doing like a bit of like a crowdfunding project for it. And so a lot of it has kind of been back in the reader's hands. And so we've sort of been like working with them and um, with some of the like the cover designer and the formatter and different things. So it's kind of just a lot of waiting. So it's like I would love for it to come out tomorrow, but we're still (laughs) we're still in the process, but it's going to be soon. So we're getting closer. (laughs) Look forward to that one, too. So this has just been really fun. And I love hearing more about your heart, you know, the heart behind your stories and your storytelling process or the story making process. And I have to tell you, you were very instrumental in my life as far as my independent author journey, independent publishing journey, because Mm -hmm. finding myself facing cancer probably wouldn't have seen the light of day if I had not talked to you about publishing independently so I really appreciate you in that respect too so (laughs) that's so awesome yeah I appreciate you thanks so much so where can people get a hold of your stories or find out more about you yeah so it's pretty simple you can just go to livylynblog.com which is my main website and um, that's where it has all the links for my stories and my YouTube and my blog and all of the crazy stuff that's happening there. Um, But you can also find me like on Amazon and Goodreads, but the simplest way is probably just to go directly to LivyLynnBlog.com. Well, thanks so much, Livy. I really appreciate you taking the time to share with us today. It was great talking with you. Thank you. It's been so fun. Again sometime. Yes, for sure. (laughs) 